Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Forever. Dog. For you, I'm here, baby. Wearing nothing but a silk robe. Just got out of the Ooh. shower, exfoliated, moisturized, and I'm ready and open. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I got the Crisco and the rubber glove. Oh shit! Come on now. <laughs> I was just getting the fantasy already. You had to ruin it. <laughs> no, that's actually a good fantasy for some people. Not, not on this half of the phone. <laughs> No, I'm just You better rub the gloves on with those nails. Look at those claws. Thank you. Do you like my nails? <laughs> I do. I love them. I love pastels in general. They brighten up the room. Yeah. Rug. You know, I, the last ones I had were white, and I never do, like, white nails, but I did that for um, New Year's, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go back to my pastel roots and do something cute, but... And this is the crazy thing, and I shouldn't say this. I go to Jade Nail Lounge to get my acrylics. Okay. And I really, I love it. Um, but they, I mean, I think they must know. Like, I always get kind of the same thing. My styles and tastes have always changed. I like, you know, I like to get my nails did. I like some decorations. And they used to charge me like dollars. And then, like, <laughs> after a while. Is that a lot? Like, is that normal? Like when you get like gels $50, and shit? $60 is normal. Okay. For acrylics. Okay. And for a full set. Mm-hmm. And then the price started creeping and creeping. They saw you on Drag Race. And, and now guess how much? The last time I did it was like 200 something dollars. What? And I was like, okay. But I'm like, wait a minute. So I ordered, you know, I went right to Amazon. Okay. And I ordered me some gems and jewels. And you glued them on yourself. And, no, not yet. But I just got them done, and you know I'm about to. That's glue crazy. Them on it costs two hundred dollars. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, the price is creeping. What is I'm your like, what, what is your favorite color? By the way, I feel like I know, but then I don't remember. What's your favorite color? Why don't you take a guess? Okay, let me try to beam it to you. Blue. Look at. Okay, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah. But. I mean, you can. You're looking at me. It's it's here. It's lavender. It's purple. It's green. No. Turquoise. Close. It's it's turquoise. All right. I don't know. All right. <laughs> it's like turquoise teal. All right. We're boring them now. They don't care what our favorite color is. Whatever. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Okay. Welcome to It's a Mess. Welcome. Yeah. This is It's a Mess. <laughs> this is an advice podcast. And just to get out of the way before I forget, because I think I forgot last week, the week before, the uh, the um. 
the topic of conversations based on the questions I pulled is weight issues. So things put weight in. Triggered. Hashtag triggered. Everybody's triggered. (laughs) Everyone thinks everyone is triggered. Um, And like you said, this is an advice podcast. And we do our best to give advice. (laughs) What What is wrong with you today? (laughs) Nothing, nothing. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking about the quality of our advice. But I actually do think for people who are not licensed clinicians and people who are not doctors or have no type of home training. (laughs) No training. No what? Home training. Uh, we we get pretty good advice. All right, I'm not ready to suck my own dick about that. I mean, I don't okay, know. Okay, fine. Well, that's what we're going we're gonna to try to do. Um, and folks yeah, we write do. in. We do. Yeah, we do. Folks write in and uh, from all over the world and tell us their deepest, darkest secrets. And every single week, we do our best to hook you up. Before we even get started, though, there's two things. Number one is make sure you write into us if you have a deep, dark, burning question or something you always wanted to know the answer to. Hit us up on our social media. Caswell, where can they find us? Well, you know, thanks for asking. Uh, they can find us at It's a Mess Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can send us an email at askkazandpep if you have any calamity, question, drama. Just give us the details. But before we get into any of that, we want to do our what? Exemplary Queen! Who's this week's Exemplary Queen, Pep? This week's Exemplary well, exemplary Queens is a segment that we do that it highlights the movers and shakers and fierce, fierce, fabulous people doing great things in and out of the community, uh, the mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus community. And this week's Exemplary Queen, uh, especially since it's Fashion Week, which starts today, today is Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, uh, mm-hmm. our Exemplary Queen is the legendary Andre Leon Talley. Uh, who is an American fashion journalist who you may remember from Sex in the City and America's Next Top Model, but is also most notably the former American editor at large of Vogue magazine and the subject of a brilliant uh, documentary called yeah. The Gospel According to Andre Leontal. You must I see love that, movie. that documentary, see that movie. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the movie chronicles his life as, I, w- I would say, a titan in the fashion industry, uh, sort of quietly becoming a legend, all the while demonstrating queer black excellence. You have to mm-hmm. see this movie. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Andre's star is, I think, conti- continuing to rise. There mm-hmm. will be a day where we, where we, where we will see his name on every light, on every sign, and every, you know, every street sign. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you have to just read about him and, and, and he was doing things the way that we want to do things today, 20, 30 years ago. Um, Completely ahead of his time. Well, way ahead of his time. So way definitely check time. that out. And, um, yeah, he's our exemplary queen. <laughs> so congratulations. All hail Andre Leon Talley, our exemplary queen. All right. <laughs> Um, happy Black History Month. Oh, shoot. And it's Black History Month. Hey, happy birthday. Oh, and happy belated Martin Luther King. We, our last episodes were recorded uh, before and after, like around Martin Luther King. So we didn't get a chance to say happy belated MLK 
Um, and I, real quick shout out to folks who want to know how they can continue to be good allies to folks, uh, to black folks in the community. Um, you should follow, uh, uh, Matthew, M- Matt McGorry's page. He's got some really great tips on how to be an ally and fight racism. Um, for a lot of our white queen listeners out there who want to know, um, what more you can do to, to dismantle the system of racism. Follow Matt McGorry. He's just, you know, he's one person that's doing some great work. And I just want to give him a shout out. I don't know him, but he seems really cool. Anyway, um, it's Black History Month, bitch. We'll, so we'll tweet that shit. So go follow us on Twitter because we will, we will tweet out Matt McGorry's uh, Twitter and Instagram. Absolutely. So like I was saying, Mm-hmm. What Happy you Black saying? History Month. I Thank was saying you. that um, I pulled the letters we got. I pulled three letters that we got regarding to weight issues uh, for this specific episode. I don't think that we've really tackled too much about that. So I thought that maybe this would be an interesting topic yeah. for the show. So I'm going to go on for the first question. Okay. Cue the <clears throat> music. <laughs> Dear Kaz and Pep, I am a 38-year-old gay white man living in Massachusetts. I have been married to my husband for 10 years. A couple of years ago, I noticed that me and my husband were falling off the wagon with our diet and workout routines, and we decided to get back into shape. I am the only one that actually stayed consistent with eating healthy and getting regular exercise. I must say, I'm pretty proud of myself because it truly gets harder to stay in shape as you get older, but I've been able to snap back into shape and maintain a healthy physique. My husband, on the other hand, right, Jane Fonda. has gone downhill in his appearance and has gained about 80 pounds and in many ways appears 80. like a different person, 80 pounds. We bumped into an old friend last week and our friend did not even recognize him. My main struggle is that I am no longer sexually attracted to my husband. His weight gain has taken a huge toll on his self-image. I try to encourage him to eat healthier and exercise as I find exercise has put me in a better mood and helps me boost my confidence on all levels. He says he will take my advice but never does. I don't know what to do. I take my marriage and my vows very seriously, but he is now a different person than he was 10 years ago. Besides his weight, he has a horribly negative attitude about life in general. Trying to get him to see the silver lining in things has become rather tiring and our conversations about health and wellness is sounding like a broken record. I know if I try to get divorced, it will appear as if I am abandoning him, but quite frankly, I feel he is abandoning himself and me. If he doesn't change, am I wrong to want a divorce? I've become increasingly aware that I can't help him if he doesn't want my help. I'm starting to want to give up. Am I wrong? What would you guys do? Love, Kimora, Lee, Black, and Tan. (laughs) Wait, is a Black and Tan a a drink? A Black and Tan is a Bass Ale mixed with Guinness Stout. Oh, I'm thinking of Black and Miles. No. (laughs) No, girl. These aren't aren't cigarettes. But you could smoke a Black and Miles while you drink a Black and Tan. Yes, you can. That that sounds like it could be good. All right. Uh, Well, Kimora Lee, Black and Tan. Um, This is a real tough. This is tough. Um, Look, I mean... Th- who who this doesn't have tough. weight issues? Mm-hmm. This is extremely tough, and and we want to we want to. Um, I think it's important that we kind of go with kit gloves here. Um, look, I know that I've struggled with weight. I don't know 
if there's that many people who haven't either struggled with weight mm-hmm. or body body image um, issues. It's just like what happens as humans in in modern society when you got Instagram in the world right. and magazines. Um, and I I think that's really tough. I mean, look, as a forty almost nearly forty. 50-year-old person, you know, like over 30, mm-hmm. bodies start to change, can start to change. Certainly metabolisms can naturally slow down. There's lots of things that obviously people can do. You know, I know that others, Caswell, you're really into your health. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to out you. I know that you're over 20. Right. And um, and I know that you, you know, staying really healthy and, and going to the gym is something that you do. I will talk to, I will talk about... Um, there's another queen who I know who who is really upfront and out in the open about her age. So I'm not outing anyone about her age. Sherry Vine is over 50, mm-hmm. and she um, I took she boxing classes with her. Yeah, and she's she's at the gym every day, yeah. and she is really serious about it and talks about you know having to work harder now than she did 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's. It's 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 just one of the things that we have to deal with when we get older is our bodies change. And sometimes we can keep up with it if we have an active life, and sometimes we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't really I do on one hand, I do think that divorcing someone like div- jumping to divorce in this situation does sound like a little bit of a a a, a, a jump ship or a ship jump. Um there's definitely Things that could be done. And bottom line is, I think someone getting their health together, you know, I think we we make that mistake of like looking at somebody who who we see who we we think is overweight and then we judge their health kind of um, we judge their health. We call we label them as unhealthy. We we kind of look down on their their habits and we don't even know them. Now, these two people are married, so they know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but there could be so much else going on. There there um, obviously is. Yeah, clearly. More than just they're lazy and don't want to stick to the diet. Right. You know? Um, there could be something, could be issues from childhood. Mm-hmm. There could be issues, other stress issues outside of the marriage. Mm-hmm. It could be the marriage itself. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, <clears throat> so I do think that that's kind of... I hope that th- I, I honestly I'm almost at a loss of words what to say I don't think that these people should break up and get a divorce mm-hmm. right away if a relationship's not for you and people change regardless of their weight people's attitudes get stank and it's time to go right and so there there's lots of reasons why you should break would break up with someone um and if if it's not working anymore for both of you and if, if the relationship if you don't see a relationship that is worth working on, then that's your decision. Mm-hmm. I do think that if you, I think you should, I think it's important to t- kind of in these situations for us to take a take a minute and take a look at this relationship and say, look, I could leave because I don't need this. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's usually the first thing we say. Mm-hmm. But then I think the next thing we say is, but I love this person so much that it'll break my heart to have them for me to abandon them and to, and to go down for to watch them go down without me because I know that they need me. I've always and I, and I mm-hmm. well yeah no I mean that's what I think that's a, a barometer for knowing whether you should whether you still have work to do with yeah. this person. I was gonna say I've always said that when two people get married they should add to the vows like if they say through this through sickness and health they should add through fat and thin. 
Because everybody, like, if you're going to be married to somebody, like, for the rest of your life, like, you could be married for, like, 50, 60 years. Who knows? Everybody's body is going to change and everybody's weight fluctuates. And you, Who doesn't know that now? I'm saying, like, people don't think about the future sometimes when they get married. They think they're going to be just as attractive. Looking to the their, same forever. Yeah, they think they're going to be just as attractive to their husband and wife when they put in that put that ring on that finger and they've been going to the gym five days a week and, you know, watching their calories for the, for the wedding and shit like that. And just, like, living their best lives in their 20s sometimes when they meet and, like, having, like, a sickening metabolism. And then everything goes to hell. Like once you once you hit a certain age, especially if you stop taking care of yourself or, you know, you take get a slice of pizza after work every day or hit McDonald's, whatever, after the club closes and shit like that. Like there's so, so many opportunities for them there to be a downfall with mm-hmm. how you look. But I think that it's there's so much connected to this because what he's saying is that like not only has it because it's not like his weight changed, but he's still jolly and happy-go-lucky and you know positive about life like it's all seems to be connected like when you know i mean i don't know what happened first but but when you gain a lot of weight and you look in the mirror and you see yourself differently there can just be an overwhelming like tidal wave of problems and insecurities that come in at the same time as that so it seems to be like you mean emotionally yeah totally and it seems to be like what he's saying is that his husband has given up because it's like you know, negative about this, talking shit about that, horrible attitude, and that's the thing that would—that's the thing that I would have a hard problem with. Like, first, I'm okay. I'm not as sexually attracted to my husband because he gained a lot of weight. But then on top of that, I try to talk to him about that, and he just like shoes me away. It doesn't talk about it. Doesn't talk about it seriously. So it means that like you, it is important for you to stay attractive for your husband or wife. If, no, no, no. No, wait, 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 I wait, wait, wait. Of course. I don't know how you can disagree with that. Of course, it is. Of course, it is important for you to stay attracted. I mean, I'm not saying that you put him above yourself, but if you, if I'm married to someone, I I care more about what that person thinks about my appearance than anybody else. So, like, if I have a boyfriend, if I'm together with someone, I've never been married, so I guess I can't really say. But if I if I have a rom a romantic partner, and I hate that word, that's come in. That's a topic for another conversation. But if I have a if I have a boyfriend, I care more about making sure, and I'm in love with him. I want to make sure that I that he sees me as attractive. Like I'll wear whatever cologne I want. But if I'm in a serious relationship, he's like, you know, that cologne really makes me sneeze every time, or I just can't. St- I get triggered when I. I'll switch my cologne. Or if he's like, you know, I feel like you look better like this, then I'll try it out. Like I want to be attractive and know. Like I'll take these things in consideration. I won't let him treat me like a piece of silly putty and change everything about myself for him. But I will take those things. In the consideration because i want to be attractive to my partner not that i'm going to stop wearing like whatever like birkenstock stocks or like <laughs> like but that's way up. i think that's very way i mean trying to like put on some extra lipstick or change your cologne is one thing yeah my like staying skinny is very difficult to do even for yourself and especially when i think we 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 kid ourselves and make it feel like we're just it's a little house on the prairie and the food just grows from the field, and we pick it, and it's natural and wholesome. We are eating so many cancer-causing, fat-making, diabetes-causing, heart di- con- heart disease-forming f- chemicals that aren't even the natural foods that we think they are. It says right. milk, but what's mm-hmm. in there? Mm-hmm. Hormones and drugs. It says, you know, organic, but what's really on there? You know, we're getting pesticides here. We're getting... You know, all kinds of antibiotics in the meat. And so, like, this stuff, I think we were foolish if we think that these things, especially eating it every day, every Mm. 
for the for 10, 30 years right. isn't going to have an effect on us. Right. If all it does is make us fat, then we're lucky. And I think, you know, if you, if you're worried about, I mean, l- w- let's let's look at a marriage that's been together how long? 18, 20 years, 40 years that they're that they don't look at their partner and be like, "Honey, that person don't look as good as the person I married." Every single marriage goes yeah, through those what, times. What I'm trying to say is it is really important to take care of yourself for you and your husband because you are a team. And so, but not, but, but here's but the thing. But it's for it a go- different reason than you're, than right, right, right. But like I'm not saying. even, but, but I, I just, I feel like the fact that he's not attracted to his husband, like as far as his weight gain is only part it's of it. It's not his other, weight. No, yeah. but it's, it, that's only part of it. It's also his, his piss poor attitude. If he's like, never got anything happy to say, you know, always in a rut, like always talking shit, depressed. like no one wants to be, but it also sounds, it does. And it also sounds like the difference between somebody that's taking care of themselves versus someone that isn't. So I really think that the, you have to hit the core of this problem. Don't break up with your husband. You obviously love your husband. And I respect the fact that the vows are important to you. I think that you really need to talk to your husband or get some serious therapy because this goes beyond just like, he's not, I don't know what causes depression, but I'm sure gaining 80 pounds didn't help. So I think that you should really yeah. talk to him about getting some therapy and some couples therapy so that he can figure out what the real problem is and so that he can get some type of enthusiasm and get energetic about taking care of himself. Because you you have to. You absolutely have to. There's no way, like once you hit once you hit your late 30s that you can just not get and that stay away from exercise and eat shit and think that everything's going to be smooth like you you're at the point now that you really have to take care of yourself and take care of your marriage and if you take care of yourself then in that respect you are taking care of care of your marriage you know what i'm saying i do i think that this is going to be this something i have a feeling that a lot of these answers might be pretty similar but we really are pulling for you um mm-hmm. we want to you know obviously we we ask everyone to to keep us updated um, hang in there, work hard at it and just use the, you know, if you got to imagine your, your, the, who you married and what they look like to get through it, just do your best and keep it, keep in touch. Let us know how it goes. The best mm-hmm. of luck to both of you. Good luck. Um, Let us know what happens and get some yeah, therapy. It's, it's time to go on to the next question. And we hope that helped you. Kamora Lee, Black and Tan. Do you like how I combine those names together? I was really crazy. I do. <laughs> So you read the next one? You ready? You got it in front of you? You look I got it. Thank you. (laughs) I'm ready. Question number two. Cue music. Hey, guys. I haven't heard you guys talk too much about this topic, but here we go. (laughs) I'm an actor, singer, model, musician, and dancer living in Los Angeles. I put out my own music as well as sing background for big name artists. Okay, we want names. Uh, Since I hit my 30s, it's become increasingly harder to stay in shape. I used to be the guy who posted nonstop pictures of himself with the shirt off, but since my body has taken a bit of a nosedive, I've been sticking to above-the-shoulder selfies with a ring light. Okay, snaps snaps for the ring light. Bitch, 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 bitch may have a problem, but bitch knows how to take a a selfie. She knows angles. Yes, with the ring light. She got angles. She knows them angles. She got angles, darling. Uh, I'm sure that living in West Hollywood isn't exactly helping either. I'm starting to notice that I don't get as many gigs or people wanting to work with me over the past couple of years, and I'm wondering if there's a connection. I simply want to know what you guys do to stay in shape. Okay, who? Okay. <laughs> what do you guys do to... 
Okay, I simply want to know what you guys do to stay in shape as you get older. Excuse me? And if you notice a connection with how your body impacts the amount of work that you get. Casual, I noticed that you've done a pretty good job of staying in shape as you get older. Maybe from one gay guy in LA to another, you have some advice or some secrets. Peppermint, I'd love to hear your perspective too. Signed, <laughs> Miss Fame Fireball. Okay. I think this was a little shady, a little low-key shade being thrown. Um, but uh Miss Miss Fame, I uh I hear your call. Look, I know that um I think what I want to ad- what I would like to address in this is as an as a performer mm-hmm. who's also a pr- we are our product. Mm-hmm. We are the product that we are selling. Um, and we're kind of the agent of that product. We're the one who uh, has to k- take care of that body. Whether you're an actor, singer, dancer, model, whatever you're doing, um, you know, it's not like you're going and typing something into a computer and then you just print it out and give it to somebody and that's your work. Right. We are the work. So a lot of the work as a performer, um, as a as a creative and a performer who performs with their body a lot of the work, I think most of the work actually takes place before and after and in our downtime. How we eat, how we diet, how we exercise, how we take care of ourselves, you know, kind of all that goes into just investing in our bodies and our health. So that when it, we do have to sing or dance or perform or audition, mm-hmm. we are in kind of prime shape. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think one of the biggest things that we have to manage or come to terms with is our ever-changing bodies as we get older, Mm -hmm. as we age. I know the 20-year-old blonde girl will go through a phase where she's no longer the 20-year-old blonde girl. Eventually, if she's lucky, she'll be the 60-year-old gray-haired lady still working. Cougar. Still working. Snow leopard. (laughs) Snow leopard. Well, come up and see me sometime. And so... um. We, I think in those moments, we're sort of, we, I think we can only be so lucky to have the career of, not calling her a snow leopard, uh, Meryl Streep or someone like that. Um, you know, a Patti LaBelle who is over 70 and still working it. And, and I think that these are, you know, these, this isn't necessarily about weight that I'm addressing, but I just want, I think as a performer, you know, your 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 question you might there might be a, a quick an, there might be an answer to your weight issues but mm-hmm. it's not going to be that quick i think if we have a we have a body image issue cuz we still have to do the show tomorrow mm-hmm. like what are you going to do tomorrow mm-hmm. and and i think that that takes getting wrapping our mind around what gifts we have and what makes us desirable and finding that because i think half of i was actually just watching um okay I was actually just watching what? a video on YouTube because I told you that I went down a, a rabbit hole of YouTube videos, right? Well, and I watched. Every night. A, hello, I know. And I, I, I watched. I was watching um, Janet, some Janet, old Janet Jackson videos, which led me to her dancers. And you and I talked about this yesterday. How oh, Janet's yeah. dancers became really popular, and a lot of people knew who they were by name. So there's one, there's one dancer who I would love to give props to, especially since it's Black History Month. Um, her name is Josie Harris. She was married. She's on some kind of reality show now, which I don't watch. But she was uh, 
the adorable dancer for Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. She had, she was the dancer with the braids in the 90s. She was like the dancer with the braids in the 90s. Um, anyway, I was just watching her video and she was talking about <clears throat> what uh, what it takes to, to dance for Janet Jackson. And most of her tips, she was giving tips. Most of the tips were basically. Is this, is it, was, it, was this from back in the day or recent interview? No, this is recently, like a year ago. Okay. And so, and so she's now she's, well, she's at over 40. She's got to be 50. She's got to be pushing 50 because she's older than me. Okay. <laughs> um, so and she so she, um, she, her tips were basically, you know, she said, I knew when I went into that room, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I knew I wasn't. The, the most technically trained dancer. I wasn't mm-hmm. even necessarily, and I'm paraphrasing, I wasn't even necessarily the best dancer in the room. But mm-hmm. she said, I I knew who I was and mm-hmm. I sold who I was. She didn't sell herself. I'm saying she sold, she sold who she was. She could, she could sell it. She could sell the personality. She mm-hmm. could sell that the fact that she believed in herself. And she said she wasn't going in there dancing for Janet. She was going in there dancing for herself. Okay. And that kind of confidence is like the most delicious food and the most desirable thing to everyone, to people on Grinder, to people at work, mm-hmm. to people that are going to hire you as mm-hmm. as a, a professional musician. Mm-hmm. If you're that confident, and I'm not saying cocky, but if you're that confident and and you have this you have a confidence that's strong and 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 secure, mm-hmm. Then, um, and that's not the easiest thing to get, but if you can manage to present that when as a performer, I think you will, um, you will, that might help solve some of the, I'm in my thirties and I'm not getting as many calls kind of thing, regardless of your weight. Mm -hmm. I do believe that. Yeah. You do have to know that you're the shit definitely. And I mean, there's a, a couple of different ways for me to approach this question. I mean, he cast a couple things. And yes, I definitely see a connection between when when I'm happy with my body and how much work, work I'm getting. I definitely have this fear. You know, if I, if I go to do some show and, like, I gain a lot of weight and, like, I you know, no one's going to hire me if I – oh, I have this feeling in my head at least that no one's going to hire me if I if I show up and I leave. And I was like, oh, Caswell had these crazy muffin tops and he looked, like, horrible and he was gaining a bunch of weight. And, you know, and I feel like I've gotten kind of close to that at times, to be completely honest with you. And I have had to rearrange my life and particularly this year just be extremely consci- conscious about, you know, what I eat. And I'm going to tell you a couple things. Something that's helped me more than anything is not drinking alcohol. Like there is absolutely no way for me at least, and this has to be true for a lot of people, is there's no way for me to drink alcohol and lose weight. At least a lot. Like when I was drinking, you know, even if it was just on the weekends or just like a night that I DJ'd or let's say like once a week or just maybe twice a week, even like it was so difficult to lose weight. Like I would feel like I was losing like half a pound a week. Like I would would cut out all my carbs. I wouldn't be eating it late at night. I wouldn't be going out for a slice of pizza or going to IHOP at two in the morning or anything like that. But it was so hard to lose weight just because the drinking would stay on my hips. So that's one thing. Another thing that really helped me, if, if as far as you looking for tips as like how to stay in shape, is um, intermittent fasting really helped me. So people do like the 16-8 routine, so they only eat eight hours of the day. So once I got into that, because it was a limited amount of time that I could eat, that I was making sure that I packed in the right nutrients and vitamins uh, with what I was eating. 
And that really helped me slim down a lot. Right now, I'm actually doing some juicing. And I plan on doing that for about two weeks just to like flush out my system, make sure that everything that goes in is obviously easily digestible and I'm getting like vitamins and nutrients. And it's not that hard. I still drink like black coffee, so it helps with any type of hunger pain I get. But if I'm hungry, I just juice. I mean, I could talk to you guys forever about juicing and the benefits of juicing and how to do it and how to get through it. And it's helped me a lot. But... um. I, I really agree with peppermint what peppermint said because just like when you're talking about like pat like I mean I don't know how athletic you are on stage and I don't know how much you know if you were taking your shirt off on stage before and now you feel like you can't or what your deal is or who you are when you're a performer but I definitely think that if if you're if what is selling you is your voice as a singer then you can just focus on how fucking dope your voice is because nobody people go to see Patty LaBelle because of her voice. You know, and people... Not because she's wearing a bikini. Right, not because she's wearing a bikini. So you should really focus on your voice is what can sell people. What what your voice is what can sell yourself to people. And you really have to, like, focus... I mean, and if you're going to be if you're gonna be losing weight or hitting the gym or, you know, wa- watching what you eat or you start fasting or whatever, like, do that for yourself. You know, don't... If, if you're ever trying to compare yourself to the other people that you're in, quote-unquote, any type of competition with for gigs, you're never going to get there. You're never going to be happy and you're never going to be satisfied. So get to a healthy go weight for yourself, don't you think, Pat? I com- I completely agree. And one of the things I want to kind of go on to, and I don't know like where we are. I know the music industry changes. Lots of things change all the time in entertainment. But you and I kind of came up in like the right after the '90s, like late '90s, early 2000s, where all of a sudden every single singer I'm talking about singers had to be basically also a porn star looking person. Like somebody, I mean, I know, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know that sex sells, but I do think it's, it's, it, it, it is also sex sells and it's also extremely cheap as in it's easy to, it's an easy thing to, 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 it's a, it's a trick that people know how to use. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you're a singer, there shouldn't be, and I, I would like to get away from the thought that all singers and 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 models and actors have to look at in a bikini. Everyone mm-hmm. doesn't have to have a bikini body because everyone doesn't have a bikini body. If you're a singer, then you really should be able to focus on your voice. The people who are strutting around in the bikinis half the time don't have the voice. And I think that's what what we kind of got sold. I'm not naming anybody's names, mm-hmm. but there's plenty of pop stars who were just selling sex because they had nothing else to sell. And we bought it. But I do think that it'd be great to get back to this, the, 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 the talent of it all. Just going yeah. on, with and I think back to like back to like to knowing who you are makes the biggest difference in the world. So like I know that I don't have a slamming body. I like I really really don't. I've never had a six pack. I've always had problems with my weight. I and I've never felt a hundred percent comfortable with my body as far as like comparing it to like go go dancers or models or guys that lift weights two and a half hours a day. Like I've never felt that I could compare myself to that. But I know who I am as a performer, and I know what I bring to a song and how I write a song and when I do a video, like what I bring, and I know I have my own personality and just my sense of direction with how I want to present myself. 
in a music video or on stage. So I know who I am and I like I nobody can take that away from me. So I it's really important to know who you are and know how to offer your talent on a different platter compared to everybody else. And that comes with I mean I'm assuming you're a great singer if you do backup for like big name stuff like that. So I think that you should really focus on who you are and what you bring. Just like what you said, I apologize, I forgot the name of the dancer you said that you know, she knew who she was and she went in there dancing for herself. Harris. And when you go in there and you sing for yourself, then they're really going to pick up on that. And if they really want a great voice, they're not going to care if you have a six pack or if you look good with your shirt off. So I think that you should focus on that. Maybe maybe your modeling days, because you said, you. I mean, I, don't, I have no idea what you look like. Maybe your modeling days aren't in front of you anymore. But if what you love is singing, then you can focus on that. And Get the body you want or have a healthy lifestyle for yourself. And I know that sounds like really basic, but it's so true. Yeah, it absolutely is. And and the other thing is, and I don't know your situation, but I do want to say I like like Caswell said, you know, I feel like we're in group. Um, I've also had <laughs> I've also struggled with my weight. Uh and I and I don't necessarily think that I will never struggle with it. I think it's struggling with your weight or or dealing with your weight and constantly having to kind of figure it out is just part of life if 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 that's if you want to acknowledge it um but i i do know that i can't say it's easier than we think but you the the tools and you do have the power to do it um and you you do have to some extent control over it if you when you're ready and want to go through the kind of hard steps that it takes to go through mm-hmm. transforming your body and and at least i don't it's not about how it looks but putting transforming how your body works mm. in terms of putting in the nutrients and 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 eating the things the best best things for you and 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 exercising to the point where it feels good those things are attainable they feel, they look like they're so far away and they seem so heavy and they look so unattractive when you're not in them. But right. when you're in them and you start to do it, mm-hmm. it can be amazing how much power you can realize. Mm-hmm. And I, that's one of the things I lost 50 pounds at one point. I haven't necessarily gained that all back, but I remember saying, I can't believe I lost 50 pounds with diet and exercise. Totally. And I could control it. And right. that was like an epiphany to me. Yeah, I to- <laughs> I totally understand what you're saying. Like, th- like I I I had the same experience this year when I, I quit drinking and I changed my diet and I was doing intermittent fasting, and really paying attention to what I eat. And I was like, wow, like it was a real mind fuck slash epiphany. I'm like, wow, like I actually have control over my body. Like I, yeah. that, that thought didn't come to me. Like we feel like, oh shit, like we're really fucking stuck like this because we're stuck in the same routine, in our state of mind. And we do the same lame exercises and not exposing ourselves to new things in different ways to treat our body and to modify ourselves. So I was just like, wow, like I really have control on them. Uh, I really have control over myself right now. Like mm-hmm. this is like, you know, my body might feel like it's a science experiment when I'm going through a period of time. Like I'm not going to have carbs. I'm not going to have sweets right now. Or, you know, I'm getting ready for something. Thing, but I actually have control of my body. And when you realize that, it's power. It's a great feel. It's a very powerful feeling. I think yeah. that's So you have control over your body, Miss Fame Fireball. And so if we know how that goes. So we if we could afford it, <laughs> if we could afford it, we would play Janet Jackson's Control right now. Control! Dun, dun, but we don't, we don't have the money By for it. By the way, I was really <laughs> impressed. I don't know who did, who, who did the... 
the Hustlers soundtrack, but that was I, I love that they put Janet all over that shit. Oh my gosh, Janet was all up. that whole. Soundtrack. That was like the perfect song. Whoever like whoever was in, in charge of the uh, the music direction for that did a great job. They sure like, they did a lovely job, darling. Well, let me uh, go on to the next question. <laughs> let us know how that goes, Miss Fame Fireball. Yes. All right, here we go. Cue the music. Hey guys, there is an explanation point there. Love your show. Peppermint, I love you on Drag Race. I hope to see you on All Stars. Well, she probably does too. I am a 23-year-old straight black female living in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm fresh out of college. I love my job. I love my apartment. I have a cute dog and a couple cats. Okay. I have three. I have okay. I have three best friends that I have been extremely close with since high school. We hang out together all of the time, getting lunch, getting brunch, going to clubs, and always up to date with each other's dramas with boys. My main issue is that I have always been the fat girl in the group. None of my friends have done anything to make me feel unincluded, but I know it is the elephant in the room. My weight has never come up unless I bring it up, and then none of them feel comfortable extending the conversation. So about three months ago, I met another group of girls in a creative writing class, and they all have similar body types as me. We are big girls, and I have to admit that I have a great time when I hang out with them. We're always laughing, cutting up, and joking, and hanging around at at each other's places. Being overweight never causes tension when I'm around them because we could all stand to lose a couple pounds. I notice my thin girlfriends are starting to get a little resentful for me for for not hanging out with them as much. Am I a bitch because I'd rather hang out with the big girls? We just have more fun together. It's so refreshing to be surrounded by women I don't feel body conscious around. There's another part of me that feels guilty and wonders if I enjoy hanging out with the big girls because I don't have to take a look at myself and my own problems, which may be causing me to gain weight and have unhealthy eating habits. What do you think? Signed, Alexis Michelle Slow Gin Fizz. You know, Slow Gin Fizz, I had to learn how to make that drink when I was in bartending school like many moons ago and no one has And I've never ones. made one since. I Yeah, <laughs> I, that was one of that gin. nasty slow gin. Um, do you have more fun with the big girls? Do do you have do you not have fun with the with the thin girls? Is there a difference when you're hanging around like thin girls or big girls or? I mean, look, I hang around actors, and so they're all whores. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think the, there's lots. I don't. I I don't. I I've. I don't know. I I I definitely have a mixed group of like home. My home. My best home girls. Mm-hmm. Are just a different mixed group of girls. There's big girls in the group. There's tiny, tiny girls in the group. Um, and guess what? There's tiny girls that will eventually be big girls in the group. They don't know it yet. Um, and vice versa. And so, <laughs> if your witchcraft uh, works. <laughs> um, and so I do. I mean, I do think that there's something to be said for hanging around with a group of people friends who can let loose and not necessarily be so be, be so rigid and and ha- kind of have fun. I can't nec- I don't want to go with the with the stereotype that big girls are just all big girls are just jolly and fun because they don't care and they're just eating it up and stri- you know thin girls are just, you know, you know, having eating disorders and they're all tense and can't eat and they're all bitchy. <laughs> 
You know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to go with that kind of stereotype. I know she's saying she has more fun when she's around people who don't, who she doesn't feel um, self-conscious about. And I do think that there could be a conversation here with Mm -hmm. her friend, with her, her original group of friends, the quote, thin girls, um, because she should feel comfortable to talk about whatever she needs around her real friends, no matter what it is. I think it sounds like part of this is her projecting onto yes, yes, the other definitely. girls, like what is, you know, what sh- what she thinks they're thinking. She's comparing herself um, to them. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I think that, I guess that's natural. I think that's a natural reaction to the body image issues that, that many, that humans, Americans, and especially American women, um, which I can just b- speak for being an American woman, um, go through. And and I think that we pick these things up when we're looking at fashion magazines and, and speaking of fashion week, you know, I have yet to see a real good sort of um, inclusion, real inclusion of different types of body types. Um, I do think that, you know, this doesn't necessarily mention, uh, represent fashion week, but um, Project Runway has done a good job Right at times of trying to bring their models, um, and also not even the models, but also having the designers de- de- um, design clothing for all different body types. They're and way more like, inclusive than they used to be. The, way more than they used to be, because in the past it was like, you know what time it is? It's the fat girl challenge. Right, and then all the designers would be like, I can't, like <sighs> I need more <laughs> fabric, and it was like, what? And and then there's a couple episodes in the past season or two where here's the models and there was a some tall, some were thin, some were this, some were bigger, some were this t- size, all different sizes and shapes and colors and, and gender expressions. Um, and they didn't make a thing of it. They're like, this is your model. You need to, f- are you going to win? That's it. Right. right. Um, and so I think part of it is the industry. I know I keep, you know, talking about the systems in, in each of these questions, the, the systems that are at play. But I, I really do see, especially being a woman of a certain age, <laughs> that, right, um, easy, easy. <laughs> pass me my pills, um, <laughs> that we, we take on the, the, the burden, I think, of the entire industry on ourselves and then we're feeling some type of way and all stressed out sitting in the corner eating celery sticks you know (laughs) and 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 it's not just us we're all have it we're all we all are going to have a gut that's what happens to humans when they eat you get a gut your metabolism slows down because nature didn't intend part of it is because nature didn't intend you to be running and jumping when you're 60 that's what your kids are for okay okay but but should she should she okay, get off topic? Sh- you're getting off topic, girl, but it's okay. So, do but do you think that okay? Here's the thing I think that that she might get around around with these big girls because she found them in a creative writing class. Like, here you found girls that you actually have something in common with, and maybe you express yeah. yourself similarly. And maybe these three girls that you've known since high school are just like, I don't know. You've not that them. creative and you do you maybe maybe you're the artist in the group and maybe maybe it's more like that i mean i i definitely think that if you're hanging around with you know three thin girls and you're self-conscious about how you look then you might be projecting your own body image issues onto other people and maybe it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with them and maybe you know I, it probably does does let you feel let loose a little bit to not feel like 
the only i'm quoting i'm quoting you alexis like the only fat girl in the room so i don't know i think that it might have to do with like hanging out with people that have similar interests as you because you could be hanging out with like thin girls or or like girls of all different body shapes that could be a real key key with them and have nothing to do with body weight it probably just has to do with like your approach on things and you might be getting bored with each other too i mean if you've been friends since high school Man, you might just know too much about each other. Like sometimes it's, you might run out of things to have in common. You know, I just have this memory. You're no like, longer friends because she saw was, you sucking that guy's dick. What I, I remember, I'm just this is kind of, kind of, kind of off topic. But I was in high school. I remember there were these three girls. They were like a year ahead of me, and they were like best, best, best friends. And they all lived on the same block. And I remember, yeah. like six years later. I was in Boston. I was on the train and they all got on the train together and they all sat down next to each other and they didn't recognize me, but I recognized them and none of them talked to each other. Like they just sat there like they had nothing to say and they were completely bored with each other's friendship. And I p- totally picked up on that vibe. I'm like, wow, they had like ran out of things to say. They need to find some new people. So maybe it's just that you actually met some new people, which is an exciting thing. So it might not have to do. So if you have body image issues, like definitely take care of that and i I, but the uh, the other thing that she said about this that was kind of interesting was that that is she is is it unfair for her let me bring it up right now because i i was i thought this was interesting so there's another she goes right here there's another part of me that feels guilty and wonders if i enjoy hanging out with the big girls because i don't have to take a look at my own problems with weight and unhealthy eating habits which is real which is which is real and let's Mm -hmm. let's be real like a lot of girls that are on the thicker side, you you see them hanging out. A lot of girls that are on the thinner side, like people see, tend to hang out with their cliques that mirror images of themselves. And sometimes that's because they don't have to deal with their own shit. Or sometimes it's not as obvious to them. Yeah, it's like they yeah. don't they might not be comparing themselves to them the same way. You know what I mean? Or maybe maybe that. you don't maybe you don't feel so pretty when you're with like these thin girls from for whatever reason but when you're with the bigger girls you're like all right well she's a little heavier than me so i'm not like the i'm not the fattest girl in the group for once like you might be going through those feelings too but it's kind of like at the end of the day you need to look in the mirror and look at yourself and be like everybody must stand alone like madonna said in like a prayer i mean it sounds like <laughs> there's a good a good <laughs> um it sounds Gay like a little bit of a good yes hello 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 um it does sound like it's a, there's a little bit of her understanding that if she's actually putting it in a letter and sending it to us, that right. she understands that she's saying that she She's has, thought a lot about this. She's thought about this, that she has her own problems with weight and he- unhealthy eating habits. If she believes that, and she must believe it because she's putting it in a letter, um, then that's at least a good sign. But also, like, maybe maybe she can't eat the food she wants when she's with the thin girls. Like, if she's hanging with thin girls and they all get in salads and she really wants cheeseburger and fries, she can't do that. But sometimes when she's hanging out with them and they all go to Denny's and get pancakes and Sunday, she's like, all right, like, food is a good time for me. Like, I can have a good time with mm-hmm. food with these people. Like, some I know a lot of girls and guys that are really self-conscious about what they eat. And I know I know girls that won't even eat on camera. That will not eat. I mean, <laughs> I'm saying, you know what I mean. So it's like, so so she might just be free to like, wow, like I, like sometimes. I mean, food makes me happy, so I can't separate myself from anyone else when it comes to that. But sometimes you want to hang out with people that aren't gonna have a fucking salad, and if they're bringing a salad yeah. to the barbecue, they're no fun. Well, it's time for me to go eat my salad. So you please let me know how this is. Going. Well, uh, so th- I think what you should I think what you should do is just really take some time to evaluate yourself. Maybe like take like 
like a couple days to not hanging out with either girls, hang out with yourself and figure out where are you at and what do you have to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 even though you might be having please hang out with the girls that are the most positive influence on you and if you do feel like you need to lose weight then maybe that's something that you could have a, a cute conversation with with some of the big girls and be like with well maybe we should them. all do this together well i'll not not if the other girls are like you know going to spin class every day and they're already where they want to be but maybe like to start off with someone that's on your level because it's really it's really hard to mo- to modify your body um, with someone that is already there like even when it comes to just like like even even if you don't have any huge that amount may of- be true but by the same token someone who's already there might be could be a good influence if true. they are including you in a, in a in a kind of thoughtful and open-minded way yeah. we don't know we, we don't really know that much about how these this girl this other group of girls is treating her treat actually treating her um but if you know like there's nothing wrong with you can have fun exercising with somebody who's who's a personal trainer or someone who's in shape or someone who who goes to the gym more regularly than you do i mean it it can be fun if you you just have to do it at your own pace yeah and again if if it if if they're making you feel some type of way that's one thing but it's you never said that and so it might be you making yourself feel some type of way. And so, like we said, you know, it, it is, it's, it's worth looking into hanging out with the girls that you, that like Caswell said, make you feel good. Maybe right. that's the big girls. Maybe that's the thin girls. Maybe that's a combination of all the girls and different. Bring them all together. Them. Bring them all together and let's all do our thing. Let's go exercise and then go get a burger. Right. <laughs> with no bun. Well, that is it. Um, thank you so much, all of you, for writing in. And uh, make sure you all update us. Caswell, for those of you that are listening, um, tell them where they can write in and get in touch with us. Well, once again, you can go to our Instagram and at It's a Mess podcast and hit that email button or if it's too complicated for you you can go right to your email and type <laughs> in ask Kaz and pep at gmail.com give us all the details you can age gender whatever whatever would apply to uh helping us give you some good advice and uh, mm-hmm. we will we will definitely take your question and calamity into consideration and as usual, faces, places, and names have been changed to protect the innocent <clears throat> and the guilty. <laughs> For now, that is it's a mess. Make sure you go back and listen to our back episodes. Check out season one um, and write in. In the All meantime, right. thank you so much for listening. I love you. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Ew, ew, ew.